this is this is um this is a bad idea right i'm sitting here in my parents neighborhood uh it's about 8:43 a.m. doing a podcast from a pavilion um just in the middle of the neighborhood i i'm hoping somebody's going to come by eventually here that would be funny but also very awkward i'm sitting here in a legion of skanks t-shirt and a bandana a yellow and red bandana not what these people are used to seeing the i am what these people think a gang member looks like <laughs> this is not i haven't seen i haven't seen a single person here that wasn't white besides an adopted child playing with a very old man uh, thanks for joining us today. This is episode 29 of Joey Hates Everything. Like I said, I'm, I'm just at a, at a pavilion right now outside. I wonder what this is going to sound like. You know, there's a lawnmower behind me. Birds are going. There was a dog that was barking for five minutes. Imagine if I went up to them and was like, like if I knocked on the door and someone they had never seen in the neighborhood before was just like, sir, I'm doing a podcast over at the pavilion over there. Could you Could you shut that dog the fuck up? <laughs> I'm going to try not to swear. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those neighborhoods where it's so white you feel like you have to, you have to swear quietly. Um, people driving golf carts around, and I'm just here smoking weed in their park. They're thrilled to have me, I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, we're in, we're in Mesa, Arizona right now. It's hot as balls and not even 9 a.m. So I'm not sure how I'm going to survive this. It's the, you know, they always say that, though. It's the, it's the dry heat instead of the humidity. My last day in Pennsylvania, it was 91 degrees. And it was, it was as humid as, as the underside of my taint when I jerk off twice in a row. You ever do that? I'm pretty sure it's it's not even that bad for your dick, but there's just so much sweat down there that you can't <clears throat> you can't be doing that. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Nobody went by. That would be fucking hilarious if somebody went by right for that. But yeah, I don't I don't really know how I'm gonna deal with this because we're in we're at the end of June here. I'm sure that mid July and August I, I might just not wake up one day. I mean, that's a real concern. If my air conditioner breaks, I might just not wake up. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It was a very interesting trip over here. Um, I had a cold and I had weed in my backpack. So I was just standing in TSA like, okay, they're going to notice one of them. They're going to notice one of them. I don't know which one, but it's going to be one. Uh, got through. Of course, you know, security is back to normal. And people, I already get stressed out at, at airports. I don't think that I could do it with uh, with children. I, I've done it where there's been kids with me and it was sort of like, hey, can you, know, can you help us out? Can you keep them rounded together? Oh, there's two people walking by right now. Let's see if they notice me. I'm trying to blend into the wall. This is so embarrassing. I'm wearing all red. Okay, they're gone. That was exactly like in Modern Warfare 2, you know, that, that mission where you have to go and uh, snipe all those people in Russia, and Captain Price is like, let him pass. All right. That's kind of what it feels like right now. But I was, I was saying, I was at the airport, and um, you can just tell, bro, people... People, Tim Dillon made a great, great... Uh, he had a great quote. It was, and I'm going to butcher it right now. It was, you want to get back to life... 
but you're going to remember how much it sucks. Uh, I think we all learned our lesson here that staying inside and doing nothing is, it's literally like having an illness. Um, but going back to, going back to things like airports sucks as well. I mean, it, it, it sucks. I'm standing there trying to go through security and the man in front of me, um, I think it was his, it must've been his first time at an airport. He was asking people what line he was supposed to get in for security. And, um, I, you know. Do you not know that? I, I, I walked, uh, I, I was walking through. The guy's wearing a Sesame Street t-shirt. Incredible. I've never seen an adult wear a Sesame Street t-shirt. He's trying to get through. He's trying to figure it out for the first time, and he's got three kids. And eventually, the kid is also realizing, hey, I don't know how to get through security either. So he starts yelling at them. He go, they go right through where you take your shoe off, and you, don't, and you take your shoes off, and you don't know where to go next. And the kid's just standing there. And the security agent is like, all right. You know, the TSA agent is like, all right, come on. Just, just keep walking through. And she's like, I don't, I don't understand what is happening right now. You know, the child has, has no concept of 9-11. Uh, <laughs> I just noticed there is a lady walking past me for that. And he just starts yelling at the kid in front of all these people. And it, it's one of those moments where I haven't, I haven't been out at an airport in so long. You forget how stupid people are. It's like everyone's looking at you like a jackass right now, dude. You're asking people questions about you're an adult wearing a Sesame Street t-shirt yelling at your kid. He goes, Haley. Get through there. It's like the you you didn't even know that. <laughs> you didn't even know that. Um I I don't know. The, I think the moral of the story is don't wear a Sesame Street t-shirt in public uh no matter what you're doing. Get through security. Airport's pretty packed. I uh got to a bar, had a couple of beers, had a nice burger that also made me sick. Um, I got on the plane. Oh, I forgot to say, dude, so have you ever brought weed through TSA before? It's really, it's, it's interesting for sure. It's interesting. I can't, I can't exactly say it's very fun. Um, who was it? Alex Caruso, I think plays for the Lakers. He got caught with a grinder going through security the other day in Texas. And it's just like, Sorry, take, taking a drink on the podcast because I care. Um, it, uh, it, it's just ridiculous because the guy's flying to a legal state from somewhere where everybody smokes pot. I have a, I have a couple of friends from Texas, and they're like, it's, it's ridiculous because we have half the people here that want to kill people for smoking pot, and then half of them... Like, my buddy explained it like, there's so much weed out there that if you just pay a guy you know really well, you know, just pay him $20, he'll let you get a handful. I've never been anywhere in my life where it's been like that. Legalize it in Texas, you you fucking assholes. Um, but going, going even, even in Pittsburgh, you know, it's, now they've really decriminalized it to the point where they're just, you know, they're admitting, hey, we're just still trying to get money out of, out of fucking poor people over. Because uh, it's only, I think it's only a $25 fine if you have less than two ounces. 
which is that, I mean, that's cool. Hey, that's, that's fine. Um, that would really fucking suck if you had an ounce and you got it confiscated, but still, I mean, in that, he went to jail, Alex Caruso. I think they, they put him in jail, uh, for having that weed grinder because it's this whole other thing where, dude, states like, like South Dakota and Alabama and Texas, they're far apart, but they're the exact same shit when it comes to weed, bro. They do not fuck with it. Uh, and in my opinion, they don't fuck with it because it opens, you know, a higher level of consciousness. Wow, I sounded like an asshole. This is <laughs> just now just saying that. That's like that scene in iCarly. I just looked around like when Spencer is uh, – he makes some pun about butter and he goes – and he just turns around and goes, thank God nobody heard that. That was me right there just talking about how marijuana actually elevates your consciousness and it's like fucking sick. Um, but, you know, they 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 like it for, for – or they dislike it for, for stupid-ass reasons. Let's just be honest. And um, what, what I was saying is like marijuana is one charge in one of those states. You also get charged for paraphernalia. Um, so you get charged for paraphernalia, possession, ingestion. They make you take a fucking blood test to see if you smoked weed. They will actually hold you down or put you – at least put you in jail until you will fucking take the drug test and, and pass, I guess. And then there's one other thing that you can get fucked for. I remember when I got caught in South Dakota, they tried to hit me with four different charges so that it could be – so I would have to pay a thousand dollars. I said, "I said fuck you," and I didn't do it. Um, but they, yeah, he got arrested for that. Flying to a state where, when he lands, he's just going to be able to get more weed. He honestly probably forgot it was in there. You know, a guy as rich as as Alex Crusoe doesn't need to fucking put it in it, smuggle weed through TSA, and he had it in a little metal grinder. Which I'm sure some some 50-year-old woman named, uh, named Elaine in Texas is going, Hey, we got something going through the scanner here. I ain't never seen nothing like this in my life. Can we get an extra agent over here? We may need the SWAT team. This may, need, this may be a bomb. Like, what the fuck? Check the bag, notice it's a grinder, and keep it the fuck moving, lady, or guy, or, or they, or whoever whoever it, it, it was, you know. Um, it's just, it's kind of ridiculous that they would see that and go, oh shit, you know, this could be a, this could be a weapon. But that's why I got scared, is like, like, I don't, I don't want to say who this is, I don't know that they'd be comfortable, but I have a good friend that always tells me, dude... Don't even try to hide it. You're way better off. Oh my god, this plane. Hey, is it World War III? Why the fuck is this plane this loud? I'm trying to do something here. Let's just, I don't even know if it's going to pick up on the microphone. Let's just let it pass. But, no, no we're still going. Is there, is there eight of them? I wonder if I'm being too loud. There's probably some guy in his backyard. Like, I don't, oh, fuck. But it's, it's just, it sucks because... What was I saying? You you put the weed in your bag, right? And you're hoping 
that it's just going to go straight through. But then every once in a while, they they hand pick a bag to go all the way through. And I've I've only been on like 15 airplanes in my life. That's happened to me three times. And I'm just I'm just the most innocent suburban white dude looking guy ever. I mean, let's just be honest. I, <laughs> my 160 pound. People tell me I, I look like I should put, play Shaggy in the next movie. And I'm not saying I have no potential to do anything. I'm just saying stereotypically guys like me never get picked, and I've been picked three times. So it can happen. I, you can get randomly selected, and they'll go through your whole bag. And if they find it, you know, if they pick it up and they recognize it's weed, the TSA website says you have to call the police, which sucks because, I mean, what if you're just trying to, as hard as you can to get to your flight? You know, you only got 45 minutes to get there, whatever the fuck. Now you have to wait for a police officer to come to give you the $25 fine. It's fucking ridiculous. But I have a friend that tells me, dude, don't try to do something dumb like put it in a shampoo bottle or, you know, um, what I do is probably honestly stupid. I stuffed it. I rolled the whole deodorant. Like the solid deodorant, if you roll the whole thing out, eventually it pops out, and I just stuffed the weed in the bottom of there. And the whole reason behind not doing that is because it looks suspicious. And so every fucking time I'm going through there, it it looks like I'm about to commit terrorism. <laughs> this is terrible. This is terrible. This podcast is gonna is gonna put me on the no fly list. This is like the third time I've been like, is this gonna get me in trouble? <laughs> with flying they take it so seriously but i get so nervous because i i have <coughs> oh fuck i'm sorry excuse me because i have weed in the bag and it's it's in a suspicious container so as soon as of course of course i'm so nervous the fucking sesame street guy is having his breakdown i'm already pissed about that um i'm putting my laptop in, in the bag, in, in one of the containers, you know, because that's what RJ told me to do. He's like, make sure you take out your electronics. I go in there, and TSA, at this point, dude, they're like, fuck it. Blow the plane up. Fuck it. Because the guy was like, you don't need to take your laptop out. Put it back in. And, of course, I was so nervous that I go, I, I, I'm sorry. My, my cousin told me to. And he goes, where's your cousin at? And I was like, uh, he dropped me off. That's how I said it. This is over. This is over having two grams of weed in the bag, and um, and he's just like, ah, oh, get this, get this fucking idiot out of here. So I'm going through, and my bag goes through the actual scanner, and a woman on the other side of it goes, "We got an object," and I'm going, "Oh, this, so this is it? So this, so this is it right here? I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss my plane because of this, and um, and I'm gonna punch the Sesame Street guy in the face." This is how this is going to go. And so I just I just hold my breath and I just stand there for a second. And I realize she's walking to the other side of TSA. And I go, oh, fuck, dude, fuck. Thank God. Grab my bag. Don't even put on my shoes and just walk to the, to the tram. That was good. Um, you know, pretty, pretty normal flight on the way there. They're finally serving. They're finally serving alcohol again on planes, which... As soon as I heard that, that fucking, that song by the gay guy, it's a song about being gay. It's, it's like the Take Me to Church one. Is that what it's called? Just that, just the chorus started playing in my head. It's just, amen, amen. 
and I just I just, I put my hands up and I started dancing with the flight attendant. It was uh, it was amazing. Isn't dude? You know what's incredible is every single flight attendant I have ever met is gay, and that's awesome, dude. That's great, but how is that possible? <laughs> Dude, how is that possible? That would be like if every Home Depot worker I ever met was Hispanic. Like, they're not. It, it would be like if every accountant I met was a white guy named Steve. You know what I mean? It's They're not. But every single flight attendant is either a, a very cheery, nice woman or a gay man. And it, dude, awesome. But I don't understand it. Actually, you know what? There was there was one guy. There was a there was a, I don't know if he was gay. He didn't he didn't seem like he was gay. But that was the first one ever. I saw him on the plane ride back. But it was uh, I had brought my longboard on there. They had to put it in in the closet. And um, that's how many people are flying right now. Just to, just to haha <laughs> in the closet. Gay flight attendants. Uh, just, just so you know, if you're going, you're probably gonna run into a lot of motherfuckers, full plane, full plane. So it was, it was pretty damn awesome having a, uh, having a beer on the plane again. It just, it helps so much. I can't, I can't do benzos anymore. I'm done. I, I made an official decision, uh, not even, man, not even that long ago. That I just, I cannot do Xanax or cocaine ever again in my life. Or, you know, or Oxys and, and all that shit. But especially those two. And I can't start with making the excuse to do it on a plane. So, I decided not to. Thank God they had, they had this thing called Elevated IPA. It was delicious. Try, try and get yourself some of that if you're flying Delta. We, me and RJ traveled a couple times uh, last year out here to Arizona um, for my grandpa's funeral. And just to see the family and stuff like that. And they weren't serving alcohol on planes. So we literally would go to the gate and just and just start. We, we, one of us would walk in one direction and one would walk in the other direction. We would call whoever found the first open bar. Because this was the middle of the pandemic. Everything was getting shut the fuck down. Just bars packed with the 100 people that are at the airport, you know. And you're like, okay. We got an hour and 26 here. Um, we're getting into a, a flying metal tube. That's terrifying. We got, I don't know. I don't think he's scared of flying. He's, he's always, he's flown a lot. But I, I'm not necessarily scared of it. It's just ridiculous how easy it would be, in my opinion, for something to go wrong. Like what, what, We don't pay people any money to do anything. I don't think if somebody notices something wrong and it's going to take extra time and they're going to have to do a ton of work, if it's just like a loose bolt or something, then they're just going to be like, ah, it's fine. But then what happens if if six birds and a piece of debris falling from space hit that bolt and then the whole wing comes off? You know what I mean? That's why why I get so anxious for it. But – I, uh, so we, we would be at the gates literally trying to drink three beers in 30 minutes. And they give, they give you the big ones because they're charging you $9. They give you – it's like a beer and a half, you know. So – and that's not enjoyable. I don't want to fucking – I don't like drinking like that, man. And everybody's like, oh, pussy, slam your beer. Dude, it makes you feel sick. Why are you <laughs> – 
we're gonna be doing this all night. We don't need to fucking. We don't need to slam the whole thing. We're gonna have eight. You know what I mean? So just you don't need to. <coughs> Unless it's a pandemic and you're waiting at your gate. <clears throat> I'm still sick. I'm sorry for coughing directly into the microphone. It's one of those wet coughs too, which my, it actually makes my dad upset. <laughs> you can hear it in my laugh. That's disgusting. He, he, he's trying to not get uh, – like I was chewing too loud the other day and I noticed it because he does, he does this thing where he just looks at me. But I can tell he's trying. He's trying not to fucking get pissed off about it. That's where I get all that shit, like having to wait in line too long. I, that my dad is the king of getting pissed off about shit like that. So that's just – it's just being with him again. He's a more extreme version of it. And it's, it's wild to see in person. Lo- love that, man. Um, the fuck was I talking about? Yeah, it's, it's just so much better to just be able to sit on the plane and enjoy it. Um, I got to, for the first time in my life, I got to fly outside of economy, which was, dude, next time I'm just going to spend the extra $100. I mean, well, actually, it was $100, and then the day before they dropped it to 20 and I still didn't do it. I totally should have, I totally should have bought it for, for both flights. It's so worth $20. Try and remember that if you have extra cash and you're flying Delta. Um, so it was, it was great to do that. It was nice and relaxing. I, I hung out and, um, and had a few IPAs on there. It was a good, good, good first flight. Uh, got to Atlanta, rode my longboard through the airport. Cause Atlanta people are cool as fuck, man. They're, they're all, I went to a bar. Everybody was arguing with somebody on a phone. Everyone was arguing with somebody on a phone. It was very funny. Um, so they're just not paying attention to your shit. I was just flying through the whole thing. Only had about, I think it was like 25 minutes and I still went to go get a beer. Problems. Um, stopped and they gave me this giant IPA. Uh, it was like the fucking size of my forearm. Had to slam that drunkenly ride the uh, longboard. You could probably get sued for that. Drunkenly ride the longboard back to the gate. Get on there. I get to my seat, and this girl is sitting. Got, I got row 30, seat C. I get there. A girl is, is sitting down, and I, I just, dude, it sucks because I'm the guy that always uh, that that um, always doesn't know what the fuck they're doing on a plane. You know what I mean? So I don't want to be the one that's like, hey, you're sitting in my seat. You know, so I was just I tried to be nice about it. I was like, excuse me. I think I know I I always get this wrong. You know, if that's seat seat 30 and she's like, oh, yes, it is. This is my first time flying. I really just want to fly with my family. I'll give you my comfort class ticket if you let me sit here. And I just, I immediately got erect. I was like, yes, yes, dude, yes. I'm finally stepping up in the world. Okay, it was it was a fluke incident luck thing, but st- still, oh, old Uncle Joe is flying in first class. Not not first class, comfort class, but it's it's better. The point is, I was better than most of the people on that plane for three hours straight. <coughs> I get up there. I get up there and I, I I had to I was already at the back of the plane, so I just asked the flight attendant, "Hey, can I just can I just wait uh, 
in the back, all the way at the back until the aisle clears. I'm switching seats with this girl. And she's like, yeah, sure. So I wait back there, and I was just trying to make conversation. So I go, uh, my last flight was pretty full. Is this is this whole flight taken up? She goes, yes, apparently uh, every seat uh, is full on this one. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. I'm so glad I'm getting comfort. Aisle clears up after, after uh, you know, probably 15 minutes. It's so ridiculous how long it takes people to get their carry-ons down. And I get it, man. I'm a 23-year-old guy with no health issues so it's it's probably easier for me to just get my shit and go if you're if you're a 60 year old woman i get it it's hard but still still based on based on who you are i'm gonna start getting pissed off the guy the guy that's already he just landed we're we're just landing and he's screaming into the phone at whoever's gonna pick him up and he's he's just standing there Waiting to get the fucking thing. He takes another 45 seconds to get it down. That starts to piss me off. Dude, if you're able-bodied and you can lift 50 pounds, you get 10 seconds to get that motherfucker down. And that includes standing up. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, so I wait for the aisle to clear up and I go to sit down. And I'm sitting... Man, the fucking middle seat next to me is open. The guy's at the window. I get the aisle seat, which I love because, you know, I'm going to drink six beers on this flight. I got, I'm going to have to piss nine times. I'm so happy. And then this fucking asshole takes off his shoes. What? What are you? What? What are you doing on this plane? You just took off your shoes in comfort? Motherfucker, we're supposed to be the class. I, I know I didn't pay for the ticket, and it was supposed to be an extra $100, and I did not have that fucking extra $100 to spend on a better seat. But we're pretending for the bit, guys. I, we were better than the rest of those people. And you took your shoes off like an animal. This sacred area of the plane you have now damaged. And so, and so I was just talking about how I get all these little inflections and like crazy things in my head from my dad. I immediately turned into my dad and I, I would never do this. I tapped a, stu uh, a flight attendant on the shoulder. Yeah, I would, I would never do that. I tapped her on the shoulder. Usually I'd go, excuse me. And she turns around, she goes, yes. And I'm like, hey, my buddy here forgot his shoes today. Do you mind if I switch to that seat right there? Just because I knew the seat wasn't going to be open. I thought she'd be like, sir, can you just... The guy was fucking rubbing his feet, his bare feet, on a plane. What the fuck? And so I had to be a dick about it. I was like, hey, hey, shoeless Jimmy over here forgot his Crocs. Do you think that I could go sit right there? And she's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're about to take off. That, I guess that seat is open. I guess I was wrong. And, and, that, and the gay guy song started playing in my head again. Take me to church. I was so happy, dude. I looked the guy in the eye. I was like, yeah, fuck you. Now I'm another row up, bitch. And I just get, I, I advanced. I advanced. I was a killer that day. Um, you got to go one row up. And I kept, I kept looking back at him like, yeah, asshole. Because, yeah, asshole. You know what I mean? I'm not the dick there. I should have told that guy, fuck you, to his face. 
You don't, you don't get on a plane with no shoes, dude. He had, he had the shoes. If he didn't have shoes, if he couldn't afford shoes, and somebody's gifted him a comfort class ticket, okay. But I watched this man remove the shoe. So what the fuck are we talking about? You know? <laughs> um, I watched the I watched the Hawks, uh, Hawks Bucks. Hey, got the teams right this time. I know last time I fucked it up. I, I said the Suns and Jazz were playing. I have no idea what's going on. I'm trying to get into it for the first time. I literally. It sounds like a, like a hot girl watching football. And I don't even feel sexist saying that because it's just how it is. It's like when a hot girl watches football, she's like, wait, what? Why is the blue line right there? I thought they were trying to get to the yellow line. And you're just like, well, it's the line of, the line of scrimmage where they start. And it's like, but then why, are, why is the guy going backwards? <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think sometimes my mom actually just does that to piss my dad off. But I, the, the chicks do that. Come on, man. You know they do. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. But go it was a good rest of the flight we just you know landed i i watched the game that was awesome to see the hawks win fuck milwaukee fuck the entire state of wisconsin as always um you know we're still going to lead that coup if they if they end up um ever winning a super bowl we'll go take that trophy we will burn that state to the ground okay jesus um Landed here. Rest of the flight was fine. A lot of turbulence. I, I, uh, you know, turbulence doesn't scare me anymore just because of, um, just because I feel like if, if the flight attendants are calm, then I can be calm because you can, you can see in people's little body movement movements and, and in their face and shit when they're actually at least slightly uncomfortable. And I've, I've never seen a flight attendant be uncomfortable because I've probably been on, you know, every single flight I've been on, those guys have probably been on a thousand. And so it doesn't, it, that doesn't freak me out anymore. We, we landed, that was all good. Um, I got to my parents' house. Uh, it's interesting. <coughs> I'm going to keep coughing on this episode. It's pissing me off, dude. Can I just have 45 minutes of not coughing? Um, I, I got here. It's interesting living with my parents because me and my parents have a very interesting relationship. My parents, my parents love me to the point where I, I don't know if there is any end to it at, at all. There is no end to it. I know that. And, um, I, you know, I truly believe my parents would die for me. Uh, they've done everything they could for me. And I ended up a hotel worker slash podcaster uh they're two great people um i love them more than anything i i recognize the fact that they're twice my age they're halfway through life i'm just starting life and even knowing that they've sacrificed so much for me and i love them so much that i would die for both of them or just one of them that being said we cannot live together dude we cannot do it it's impossible we struggle to the point where we'll argue about anything, dude. We'll argue about um, 
I think I think I was making a joke about the plane, and they and they were trying to defend. They were trying to defend planes, and airlines. It's like, wait, wait. I know that you guys know that they, that they're the worst. How are you? How are you defend? How are you doing? Oh, thank God. Thank God. Person had headphones in. So embarrassing. Got to get over that though, dude. Gonna be doing, doing, uh, trying to do some stand up in Phoenix, and it's gonna be brutal. Um, yes, at least only two people have gone by so far. But me and my parents, dude, it's that, that's a bad example. Um, we just, it's like, weed is legal out here right now. I'm 23 years old. I have a savings account. I have money in there. My parents still get upset at me for smoking pot. It's incredible. It's incredible. Um, I went to a dispensary for the first time in my life. I've n- I had never been to a dispensary, um, never been inside one before. You know, I've had dispensary weed from other people that have got it, but it's legal here in Arizona. Oh, my God, man. It's fucking it's, – it, it's so expensive. It's so expensive that you might as well just invest in a – pair of fake tits and hope that some sugar daddy will just give you weed it's that expensive and i don't know a single person out here that sells pot so yeah yesterday i got a killer fucking deal because it was my first time there i got uh 200 milligrams worth of gummies and seven grams of weed for 80 dollars, and it was all the strongest shit you could get um, but I got it was a buy one get one free type deal. Uh, so they gave me an eighth and then an eighth, and then I bought something called some called like can of blast or something. It's delicious. They're these little peach o's, and they get you fucked up, dude. They get you fucked up. Um, I planned on I need a job super bad be, because I need a place because. You just can't be 23 and live with your family. And I had guys, I had, I know there are people that listen to this podcast that do that, but just come on, man. What, why? You can go, go. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get saving money, but doesn't it drive you crazy when you leave a fork in the sink? Or, or they're on a conference call and you're, and you're trying to open a bag of turkey and the turkey bag is so loud because it's that weird mix of paper and plastic from Whole Foods and they're giving you that look from their office and you're like, I'm just trying to get lunch. That doesn't drive you crazy. I need to get a place. So fucking bad. So I was pretty proud of myself, you know, for how lazy of a fucking pothead I am that I can't even get this podcast done once a week. I went out and I uh, I landed three interviews all all yesterday. I went um, and I set up interviews, and one of them was like, "Hey, can you come in today? I have a time open at 2:45." And at the time I received that email, I was sitting in the pool at my parents' house on 50 milligrams of dispensary edibles of the highest po- of the strongest ones you could get there's strong sativa so the, if you don't smoke weed sativa is like indica remember indica couch shout out matt gainer he always told me that um 
because it's like, you know, you'll sink into the couch just from being that fucking tired. But sativas, bro, if you get high as fuck on a sativa, you, you're going you to get a little fun. And I'm reading this and I'm going, oh, you son of a bitch, you've been here, you haven't even been here 24 hours and you're fucking up. You're going to skip this interview right now because you got high? Fuck no. You're going to spend $80 on pot? Well, guess what, motherfucker? You're spending $80 on the Uber today, too. Get that app running, all right? So I, I, get, I get the app running, and I realize, oh, fuck, I have no clothes for this interview. I was able to bring one suitcase, and the pair of slacks that I had had this weird stain on them from when I washed them with another pair of pants. They got, they got like a red stain on them. And so I, th- I just threw them out, and I'm thinking, you fucking idiot. Now you have to wear jeans to this interview. I had to wear jeans and a uh, and a and like a button up. What do you call? It? It's not a flannel. It's got it's got those that weird pattern on it that I think looks ugly, but for some reason is acceptable in the business world. And I'm high as fuck. I got these ten dollar black work shoes on that I bought when I was a waiter at King's. Uh, jeans and a shirt that was given to me when all of my clothes got stolen and I had to live at a motel. I looked like a fucking mess. I haven't had a haircut since November 2020. I, do, I, have, I have this weird facial hair where if I it, – it won't grow. I can't – you know, if I if – I, Try to try to grow it super far. It just looks weird. So it has to stay a certain length and it's at the bottom of my face. I look like I'm about to rob the place I'm going to interview at. <laughs> um, and I, I, dude, I was high. I was high as shit. So I get in there and the interview is going well, I think. I, I, I have this annoying, I'll call it an annoying quality to me. Where I, no matter what, can always talk. No matter, no matter if I'm on acid or high as fuck on edibles or d- drunk or sad, I can, I can always I – can, I've been talking for, 30, for 38 minutes straight here. There's a – you know, it's, it's – I know, I, I know people do fucking two hours at a time. I'm not – I don't think anybody's interested in that. But um, – I, I, I'm very good at just keeping the, you know, picking something next to say and just going with that. If it sounds stupid, what can I say next to make it sound, you know, relieve that, make it sound myself sound smart or funny. This is not an example, the way I'm speaking right now. Um, but I, I think it went well. But in the middle of the interview, bro, I, I haven't taken edibles since my cousin made me one in her kitchen in in like December. It was like a Christmas themed weed cookie. And unless you're somebody that sells edibles to where you have it down to an exact Walter White science where you're like, Jesse, the measurements must be exact. Terrible, terrible at impressions. Um, Unless you're doing that type of shit, like me and Markel, we knew this guy that could make edibles, I swear to God, better than a dispensary. The shit was, the shit was fucked up. Uh, how good it was. Um, these one, you know, these these were fire too, and it was only fifty milligrams. So if I took as much as this guy probably puts into his damn uh, 
into his into his. I think they were s- cereal edibles. You know, like when they they make those cereal bars, they were fucking fire, man. They would fuck you couldn't stop laughing. I I had to at dinner with my family. I I could not keep it together. That was back when I was still living at home. When I was like, when I was like, dude, when I was like twenty. I love how I just hated on people that uh, still live at home, like my friends that still live at home. And I, two years ago, I was doing fucking coke at my parents' house. (laughs) I'm a piece of shit, dude. (laughs) If you're still living at home, fuck me. You're fine. Um, But I I, I don't even remember what I was saying. I I was at the, I was, so this, what I was trying to, the point I was trying to make, I was at the job interview and I'm high as fuck trying to pay attention to this woman. I haven't even had time to look in the mirror because I had to drive to Phoenix in an Uber. So that's an hour, you know, 15 minutes waiting for the Uber, 45 minutes to get there from Mesa with traffic. And so I'm sitting there. The edible is kicking my fucking ass. I'm dehydrated. I'm too much of a pussy to ask for water. And so this woman, I'm, I'm looking at her while she's doing the interview and the rest of the room we're in disappears. Like it just goes black, like we're in space. Like I'm talking to this woman in a space where there's no time or objects or anything. That's so, that's so funny to me. Because at the end of the day, dude, I went to the job interview. I just, I just ignored her call on the podcast. And they're seeing uh, if I want to go into the first step of the hiring process. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Um, but that's that's hilarious, is it not? That's the most me shit ever. I'm high as fuck to the point where in this interview where I can't even, I don't even know what is happening in the rest of the room. And they're like, yeah, we'll take him. Dude, this guy seems great. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up, I showed up in jeans and Walmart shoes and I just forgot what dimension we were in. And they're like, yeah, dude, you want to work here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. This, this podcast should not be called Joey Hates Everything. It should be called Joey is a garbage person because <laughs> because i just am um look man i you know i'm a hard worker but i also i also think that i'm better than i am i think that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> i think that uh i think in some departments i have i'm un- underconfident where i should be more confident and then some things I'm way too confident, and I think uh, a lot, you know, a lot of that has already hit me in the mouth, like a brick. Uh, things that I thought I had figured out, I, I certainly didn't. Um, but, you know, there are probably things right now that I'll look back on three years from now and just go, wow, dude, you're a, you're a fucking idiot. I have, a, I have friends that... Um, you know, just through buying weed and shit, I wasn't hanging out at the local high school. But I have friends that are 17, 18, um, just turned 18 from Ambridge, just just through buying weed. Like, um, they, they say the stupidest fucking things. They say the stupidest shit all the time. 
and it's all so dramatic and it's all oh the world is against me and then i and then i click back into reality and i go ah fuck i'm doing the same thing <laughs> and i did the same thing when i was 17 so in the end i had 6 years to realize it i'm the asshole Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that the uh, the ten of you that will hear this can 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 spiral into madness with me. Um, I got to call this lady back here. I, I should probably take this job. Uh, it's gonna be. I have no problem saying this. It's it's uh, it's gonna be for sixteen dollars an hour. I've never I've never made that much money in my life, man. No matter what you think about that, I'm. I'm proud of myself. You know, I, I've, I, it's been fucking tough these past couple of years, getting, getting clean and trying to figure out how to fucking, you know, do a, uh, have a job and own an apart and live in an apartment and not and not constantly, be fucking up. That's I'm trying to learn how to do it, and I think I'm somewhat progressing. But you just you gotta you gotta keep doing it. Shut up! Uh, I do. Yeah, I get annoyed when people talk like that. So I don't know. Maybe that helps somebody out that needed to hear it. Maybe you're like, "Fuck this guy." But thank you for listening to episode twenty-nine. Maybe, dude, this was this was awesome doing this out here. I, I hope it doesn't sound like shit. I hope that that World War Three plan that came over us doesn't sound terrible on here. But um, maybe I'll come back and try and do one in the middle of the week since I really have been slacking on this podcast. If you've kept listening, I really appreciate it. Go check out the other episodes. Um, Have a good fucking night, man.